Hey guys, I'm gay. <laughs> I'm not gay. That was like the, my favorite word to say when we were living together. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, dude. Remember those good old times back in uh, 31 Stone? Forget that. I have one fond memory of you. Wait, Actually, I have more than one fond memory, <laughs> but one particular memory what was that? is that you picked me up and you were like, yeah, I'm going to Wayne and it was like 3 a.m. And I was like, all right, screw it. I'll come to Wayne too. And then we stopped at the 7-Eleven and you were like, dude, you got to try one of these packaged sandwiches. It was like an <laughs> egg salad sandwich. And I was like, sure. It was actually a turkey sandwich, monetary oh, yeah, jack turkey cheese. turkey and cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we picked up two waters and then we got back in the car and I was like, hey, you know what? I want to go back to New Brunswick. <laughs> and so we went to New Brunswick and then we went back to 22 as like 4.30 a.m. And we proceeded to want to get high. Yeah, we were so, trying to get stoned. So we smoked out of a water bottle bong <laughs> as if it was like we were in like... Like fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah, we were smoking pot in fourth grade. Yeah, no, no. I'm <laughs> kidding. Freshman year of high school. Yeah. Dude, that was, that was such a fun... And we just kept laughing all day. We were just laughing, smoking weed and chuckling to ourselves. It was so funny. Dude, that doesn't even happen to me anymore. I just... I get high and I freak the fuck out. I look at people and I'm like, they're trying to kill me. Dude, I do nothing but giggle. Yeah, you do. You're still in like the phase of like happiness because you I, don't do it at all. Yeah, I think it's because I don't do it frequently. Yeah. So as soon as I do it a little bit, it's like, yo, yeah. it's like the full effects. Like, yeah, like the first time you have sex. Yeah. Or like just India's Independence Day, which was yesterday. It's like sex. I mean, India's Independence Day <laughs> was yesterday. I'm sure to some people it's like sex. Yeah. How, how, how do you know that? That it's India's Independence Day? Yeah. Because I'm Indian? Bam. I'm great at segues, dude. <laughs> Swear to God. But yeah, the, uh, today is a beautiful day. Welcome to Lost in Translation, the greatest podcast in North India, otherwise known as Gujarat, and South India, which is known as, uh, what are they called, Mongolians? What are they called? Oh, that's in China. I, yeah, I know, I know. What are they called? What are they called? Um... Marathi, maybe? Mugu? Mugus? Oh, uh, damn. Molu, Molu. 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 Shout out to Molu. <laughs> I actually have a friend in Rajiv. Shout out to Rajiv. You Molu-ass bitch. <laughs> um, and Avi. Avi is super fucking... Avi is Molu as fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's Molu like the heart of darkness. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, welcome to the best podcast ever. I'm your host, Matty Ice, formerly known as Matty Ice now. Maddie Ramen. And today, my host is the one and only, the powerful, the magnificent, the old, one of my oldest friends. You can introduce yourself. Nelly Patelli. Nelly Patelli. Dude, how did we meet again freshman year of high school? Remember I, the I, first I think, thing I said I think to you? the first thing I did... Did you come over to me or did I bully I you? I think we I, we were like sitting next to each other in marketing class. Our principles of no, business. No, no, no. We were in homeroom together in Miss Koob's class. Oh, were we? No, no, no. But we started talking in... in um... All I remember is you telling me the story about your brother's friend jerking off in the back of the classroom. Oh my God, yeah. Like in the middle of class. That was hilarious. And I was like, I need to be friends with this no, no, guy. No, 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 no. I don't think it was in the middle of class. I think it was like he was in the bathroom. And... Oh, uh, yeah, he would... No, that my was like that was brother, another instance. No, 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 I don't know. It was one of them. I think his brother, my brother's friend, was like in the bathroom jerking off, and my <laughs> brother like went to the bathroom just to be like, "What the fuck's going on?" And then all he hears is like, uh, uh, 
And he's like, dude, what's going on? And he's like, yo, dude, like, can you go away? Like, I'm jerking off. And that was our first story that I told you. Yeah, and I was like, damn, that's awesome. Yeah. And then I had to Google what jerking off was. Yeah. Just kidding. Dude, when did you start jerking off? Like, middle school. Really? That's pretty early. Yeah, I think, like, I think either summer of sixth grade or sometime in seventh grade. Is that when you started liking girls? No, I still don't like girls. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Um, all right. So why I brought you here today, let's fucking forget about jerking off and stuff. I actually talked about that in my podcast with my GF. Um, I brought you here today cause you have an interesting perspective on the world or of the world where, um, I'm having like existential crises about like becoming successful and shit. And you're like, dude, as long as like you're surviving, like everything's good. You know what I mean? I feel like you'd be content with anything. Yeah, I mean, let, let's take a step back. That's not to say that you shouldn't want success. I, I oh, no, think no. I want success. You absolutely do want success, but... Right. But going to the point of, like, oh, you can be okay anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I do agree with that. Like, I, I think an immense amount would have to go wrong in my life for me to be like... Yeah. Oh, like, the thing, it's like, what I'm trying to get across is, for someone like me, if I hit rock bottom... Just being in rock bottom will keep me in rock bottom. But for you, you're like, you're already thinking of like three steps of like, okay, this is what I have to do in order to get out of the street. So, okay, let's say you have nothing, you know, right? You're homeless. You have no job. You have no money in your bank. All you have is uh, whatever you, your brain, whatever you learned through the past. How do you get from there to being not homeless? Yeah, so... I don't really understand homelessness, to be okay. quite honest, um, unless you are mentally like mentally ill, yeah, physically disabled, and if you're in, I guess what you would like anything like our situation, or if you're, you know, fairly educated, like maybe completed high school and, yeah. and whatnot, um, and you're in like a metropolitan area, and you're not in, you know, rural Utah where there's nothing for miles and whatnot and it can be hard to get a job which yeah i'm not really sure how you end up homeless out there but anyway let's say you're homeless in new york city or okay. wherever let's start with square one you gotta what are your what are the basic needs that you have the shelter food and uh, uh hygiene hygiene yeah, yeah. so shelter. how do you take care of these yeah so like the way i would think about it and I, it's so weird i think about this often because i'm like <laughs> yeah i could be homeless like whatever yeah. it'd be fun to you think try. of it fondly I think, I think we talked about this once that you wanted to like experiment being homeless for yeah, like, I actually, like two weeks yeah because i was always like dude all these artists they're like struggling and shit yeah so you wanted to experience the struggle yeah and then you know i pussied out i guess i don't know i didn't pussy out it's just my family literally won't they're like dude they won't allow you to be yeah, homeless? Yeah. What a like, shitty family. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, but they're just like, you gotta... There's no point. Like, you're like, you're crazy. Like, no, they, I, I think there is a point. I mean, look back on, like, like high school English class, Walden's Pond. Mm -hmm. He took, like, three years out of his life to go live in the wilderness with nothing, except for, like, pen and paper. And then he built his own, like, log cabin and stuff. Oh, yeah, was this the guy who every single day he added, like, a habit to his routine? Yeah, it's like there was um He's like Thoreau a hippie, right? And uh Rolf Waldo Emerson. Mm -hmm. I I don't remember which one was which. I mean, I know that Thoreau was the one that went mm -hmm. and lived in the woods for God knows how long. But anyway, back to the homelessness thing. Okay. So what do you do? What's the first thing you do? Yeah, so we've identified the three things are shelter, hygiene, 
and uh, shelter, hygiene, and food. Oh yeah, and food. Um, you're the the hygiene one. I know because you told me you're like, yeah, dude. There's CVSs everywhere. Just go up and like fucking. Well, no, <laughs> I, I, you can't just like you can't shower in a CVS. So, okay, so this is what I would do. I think that if I was like a homeless person, you need to like secure shelter, right? Like okay. you see all these people in New York City like sleeping in the street. Yeah, they got their corner all day, yeah. like literally all day. So they sleep in the street. They wake up. They grab a cup and they just put it out. They don't yeah. leave their spot on the street until they have enough money to go to the liquor store and buy another pint of whatever they're drinking. Yeah. But the, I think what I would do is just get up, clean myself up somehow. And I don't care if I have to jump in a river or something like, yeah, like somehow get a decent pair of clothes, okay. which I think I would already have if I'm newly homeless. Let's which, say, let's say you have like raggedy shit. What do you do? Yeah. Raggedy shit. I, I think there are places where you can get clothes and stuff, you know, like like the Salvation Army, Salvation Army, Goodwill. You can even if you just ask like a normal human being, maybe somebody if they have like, you know, any spare clothes and stuff. People are fairly giving if you just ask properly and don't get in their face and whatever. But anyway, the first step after all of that would be like to try and locate some sort of job maybe as like a cashier or like the guy at the deli that like restocks like the fridges and like maybe flips like, like cooks the eggs in the morning or, or whatever, you know? Yeah. And so now all of a sudden you've secured a, a job, which you have to do well. Yeah. Um, but you're like not doing anything else. So, yeah, why so not I don't do understand well? why you can't crack some eggs on a hot grill for a while, you know, like all mm-hmm. day. Um, this is if you're mentally, th- th- this solves two problems. Okay. You all of a sudden have income. Yeah. Like, Eight, let's say let's just say ten dollars an hour yeah like, it might be less it might be more but mm-hmm. whatever and you work 10 hours a day you have a hundred dollars a day all of a sudden yeah okay and if you're working in a deli your food is free the other thing is now for 10 hours of the day you've secured shelter yeah. like you're in the deli like you're not cold you're not hot you're just doing you're just what working. you do you know yeah. so now the second thing i would do take my hundred dollars Go to a gym. Now I have a place to secure shelter any time of the day. Mm-hmm. Like I could stay in the gym for another four hours. Yeah. I could shower at the gym. I can shave at the gym. Mm-hmm. I can even wash my clothes at the gym realistically, like put it in the sink, s- scrub it up, like yeah. whatever. And then, you know, you're probably going to be homeless for a little while longer, like maybe like sleeping on the street or whatever. So but you can go to the gym in the morning, take a shower, look presentable for work. Let me throw a curveball at you. Now, when you sign up for a gym, what do they usually need? They usually need a license. They yeah. Usually I think, need a bank account, right? Yeah. I, th- I think you need an ID. And Okay. What yeah, if you don't have I, those things? Well, the ID you can definitely go and get. You just have to go to the DMV. Like there's no restriction against homeless people homeless i guess people unless you're like an, an illegal immigrant or, or something of this sort i'm not saying illegal immigrant i'm saying yeah you're just up. a normal person you lost your id yeah, yeah. you go to the dmv because immigrant people are not normal people <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm um, kidding i'm fucking with you but go on yeah no no so you, you would just have to go and get one it, it would cost you some money yeah but you're already homeless now you have like a hundred dollars so maybe the first few steps are continue to be homeless for a few days get an id join a gym right mm-hmm so now we join. And, all right, you said the bank account as well. There's nothing that stops me from. There's nothing that stops me from going to Chase and opening up a bank account. There's no mm-hmm. like I don't have to have a minimum of ten thousand dollars to open a yeah. checking account. You know, 
Absolutely. So I can take my $100 and put it in Chase and do that every day. And all of a sudden, I'll have some money, like, you know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I would go to the gym. I would shower there. All right. I would shower. shave. I'd yeah. clean. I'd maybe potentially even wash my clothes. And then I'd focus on saving some money. Yeah. And for, the, for actual shelter. like Yeah, like for... For a place to live. Yeah. Now, granted, this place to live is not going to be my own yeah. one bedroom with a view apartment on the Upper West Side. It's going to be like I'm going to share one bedroom with three three guys Who are just that I found on Craigslist <laughs> that yeah. are just as broke as me. College kids. But But now all of a sudden, like once you get to that stage, it's like, okay, you've secured shelter, a, a job, a shitty job, but nonetheless a job. Yeah. And if you're living with three other guys in an apartment, you've formed a sense of community. You have somebody to come home and talk to and like whatever. And you slowly continue to work and, you know, you get your state of state of mind back Mm -hmm. and you become a part of society again. How do you think it would take you? It would take you to like get off the streets realistically. Also, I have this is nothing to do with like adding on. I just always thought it was amazing that gyms have a shower. Because I was like, dude, why do I just not shower here? Yeah, no, for real. Like, and, and gyms also have, like, shampoo, body wash, it's conditioner. Insane. It's, it's just insane. like, you just cut that cost out. Like, yeah. you know? It's it's pretty remarkable. Like, you could literally, like, not and have And shitty water. gyms, too. It's not like you have to go and be part of Equinox. Yeah, although, you, I would love to. Oh, yeah. I would love to. <laughs> I know my, you love those Kiehl's products. My brother's actually, he, he's opening up a new firm. And, um... He's like, yeah, my, my people are going to have Equinox memberships. And I was just like, bro, I don't know if you can afford that, dude. I was and like, he, like the company is going to pay for yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, like a company, you, whatever. You better be charging some fat fees. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know what his fucking... Tell him I'll go work for him just for the membership. <laughs> just for the membership. <laughs> All right, dude. No, but the, the thing about like these... It's like, yo, if you have a gym membership, you don't have to sh- pay for the shower water that like is most of your like water uh, water bills and stuff. Yeah. And, like, let's face it, if you want internet or whatever, just go to fucking Starbucks. No, absolutely. Like, like you, I, I, dude, you know what would be interesting is to live, like, the most, the like, live, like, the cheapest way possible with the most amount of amenities. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, for example, like, forget the home, being homeless part, yeah. but the fact that, like, we can go into a one-bedroom apartment that costs, like, $1,600 a month yeah. and fit six guys in there. Yeah. And all be paying like what less than three hundred bucks a month. Yeah, and we don't have TV, Wi-Fi, any of that shit. But we, we don't can even... have it still. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. by going to Starbucks. Yeah, right. That's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. We don't we don't pay for heat or anything. We yeah. just put on some blankets. That would I think that would be a really cool experience. And it would like be. really fun to do, and it'd be like really awesome to document the whole thing. Yeah, that's see, um, that's another thing. I've always me and my buddy, um, my buddy Nick, and my producer, he. He, we were always talking about it. It's like, dude, why don't we just all get together and live in like a fucking hole in the wall, like whatever, and just like spend all day creating content. Yeah, dude. I like, mean, if you need another person to join you in this hole, dude, I'll put, get you put in. me on the list. I think it'd be interesting, you know? Even if we, okay. And by the way, when you say $1,600 for a one room apartment, that's only in New York. Like, fuck New York. In New Jersey for $1,600, you can get uh, you a mansion. Could, you could get a nice place <laughs> for $1,600 yeah, in New Jersey. Ah, dude. Oh, dude. But yeah, so go on. So you have shelter or whatever. And how how many months? How how long would it take you to get out of the, off the streets? Yeah. Okay. Like, granted, you can find somewhere. 
let's say you can find like on Craigslist or something like people that are willing to squeeze into an apartment, whether it be in New York, New Jersey, I don't know, like wherever it is, mm-hmm. and your share of the rent, let's say it's four hundred dollars a month. Okay. And you're working, yeah, four hundred dollars a month, and you're working seven days a week because delis don't close, right? Yeah. It's not like my job where I get the weekend off. Yeah. People are eating eggs all day, every day. Yeah. Um. It's not like you're doing anything else. Like, what are you gonna be just miserable about your life? <laughs> yeah. So, so you're making seven hundred dollars a week. Yeah. That's insane. Like, that's it's what better, is that? That's better than what you're doing right now. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's like, dude, it's crazy how much money. That's another thing I was thinking about. It's crazy how much money we fucking waste. Like, I go to Starbucks every day. Oh yeah, you you. I buy, like in I, this situation, you can't do any of that. Yeah, like Starbucks is such a waste of money, dude. I, I mean, I do it too, but do you have you had the nitro? The nitro, oh, brew? so good, dude. It's like Love a it. milkshake of coffee. Yeah, it's like zero calories, but yet it feels like you're drinking something foamy, creamy, delicious. It's like having yeah. a beer. Yeah, it is it's nice. It's phenomenal, and you get the fucking caffeine jack. But um, yeah, yeah dude. dude I, even it, like, let's say you're only making three hundred dollars a week, because yeah. I, I feel like seven hundred might be like some. Mm-hmm. Might be pretty optimistic. Yeah, like, that's optimistic. That's if you get all the hours and yeah. that's Let, let's say you get ten hours a day, okay, whatever, for seven days a week, but for some reason you're only making three hundred a week. Yeah. Okay. That's twelve hundred a month. Your share of the rent is like three hundred, four hundred dollars. Yeah. So that's one week of money. You still have nine hundred dollars left. Like, you know. Your gym membership, it's in the city. Let's say it costs a hundred dollars. Yeah, like you have eight hundred bucks left, which you got to feed yourself and like whatever, yeah. wash yourself. But like you said, you could shower at the at the gym and whatnot, and they have shampoo, conditioner, body wash. So you don't need to waste money on things like that. And if you're not going to be a spoiled brat and get your nitro coffee, yeah, um, what are you going to do with that eight hundred dollars? Like. You, you work at a deli, you could eat for free, but yeah. let's, let's say you spend $200 eating anyway. Yeah. So you still have what, $600, $500, $600 left? Yeah. That's a pretty good amount of savings for somebody who was... At zero. Yeah. Like, at literally at zero. Dude, it's insane how much money. I, am I, am I like missing something? You're like, not, you're not missing. You know what it is though? I, I, it's I like, think it's all about the willingness to do that, it. That's what I want to ask you. What do you think are the characteristics that people need in order to just survive in general. I think one of them is definitely willingness, like willingness, like willingness to work. Yeah, willpower. There's, there's some aspect of, of self-discipline. Yeah. Like always, you know, yeah. I, I think the people who are just willingly homeless, they have no self-discipline mm-hmm. and they're, they might just be okay with being homeless. Yeah. Some of them, because I saw an interview of uh, someone that I follow interviewed this homeless person. And then he was like, oh, yeah, like, why do you, how did you get to this place? And the, it was a girl. And he was, she was talking about it. She's like, yeah, I mean, like, like uh, I could. Like, her family was, like, uh, her family was wealthy, whatever the fuck. And she's like, yeah, I just didn't want to do anything. Like, I didn't want to, like, be a part of the system, quote-unquote, when, when right. the system is, like... When people think about it, you know what's something scary for people is they think about, the, like, the fact that I have to work every week, like, it's not your choice. Mm-hmm. It's like, you do have a choice to work or not. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Like, you know what? Let, let me reflect on something that I found out, like, while traveling. Okay. Um, 
So, so a lot of these people, like when I was in Argentina that I met are backpackers. Okay. All right. They come like the only plan they have is the bag that's on their back and that they want to backpack throughout South America for six months, a year or whatever the timeline is. Okay. The only real money that they have is the money for the flight and maybe like a couple hundred dollars that they saved up and then they figure it out as they go. And I didn't like, I was like questioning what that meant yeah because it's so scary when you think about it right and these people are going to a foreign country like whatever like they They don't know anybody they don't even know how the yeah they don't know how the system works like whatever Mm -hmm. they would make their money by like okay so first of all there's like resources out there and they have them in america too like couchsurfing.com or whatever okay you can like sleep on someone's couch for free okay like it's just a community of people that allow People to sleep on their couch. Yeah, and and then they... It's for backpackers and travelers and things like that. Okay. But anyway, yeah, you can do things like that, right? And then they would make their money and get fed by, like, working on a farm. Or, like... That's crazy. Working as a waiter at some, like, random restaurant. And they would do that for as long as it took. Like, let's say they needed to do that for, like, two weeks Mm -hmm. for them to save $200. And they needed $200 to book the flight to... Back to to wherever... To Peru. Yeah. Like, that was the next stop. That's kind of what they did. Like, Damn. And so they're essentially homeless, right? But they're figuring it out. So, like, what's to say you can't do that here? It's, it's just about willingness. Yeah. Like, their willingness to do all of that, to be homeless, to work a shitty job, like, until they have just the bare amount of money that you need to do what they want, which is travel and see the world. Mm-hmm. Right? And meet new people and like yeah, and they get all of that experience by deciding to, I guess, like work for it, like or you know, their their greater goal is I want to travel. I think the and the the being a waiter is just a means to an end, like you know, to to be able to travel. The people that you see in New York City, they don't have a greater goal. Yeah, they don't. They like they don't want to travel. They don't want to. I I don't know what they want. They're trying to. Climb the corporate ladder, trying to make more money, and it's all about this stigma that they're trying to run away from, like the stigma of like, um, not like having been having investments, having all these things, having stuff, mm-hmm. which, like, to really hippie to say like these things don't make you really happy. Some people, I I know some people who love like or like fashion and whatever, and they make money so that they can enjoy the art of fashion or enjoy like. Yeah, like like somebody yeah. who who appreciates the Gucci bag or yeah. whatever. This, to somebody, it might be worthless. To another person, it's like this is awesome. Yeah, but the problem is, is like a lot of these people, like the only only thing you see is success, in a sense of money. It's like that's all you see everywhere. It's by this, by yeah, that. Right, but like, let me ask it. Like, where do you see that? Like, it's you, on you, television. Yeah, it's television, on Instagram, whatever. Yeah. Right. All of that stuff. I mean, I'm sure you've heard this before, yeah. but it's like. That stuff is literally that person's highlight reel. Yeah. Like, if you go through my Instagram, I look like I do cool shit. (laughs) I'm so fucking lame. (laughs) Like, my life from the day to day is wake up, go to work, come home. Meanwhile, this go to work and come home aspect is like an hour and a half to two hours of commuting each way. So there's three to six hours um, or three to four hours every day that I waste sitting on a train with smelly people. Yeah. And then I come home, change, go to the gym, come home, eat, go to bed. Yeah. And repeat. 
But the only thing that's on my Instagram is, is, cool shit. is Switzerland, Argentina, Utah, Mexico, um, me partying with my friends, mm. like, like whatever, you know? So if, if that's all you're looking at, you're comparing yourself to the wrong things, yeah. you know? And there's always like, um, for example, why do our friends all are all hell bent on leaving their homes, like their family life? The, the, they want to move out of their parents' house. Right. Yeah. And it's like 90% of the reason is to like, say that you're an independent person, say that you have your own thing. But in reality, it's like, Hey man, you don't have a, like a, you have nothing to start. Like in my head, I always thought about, I'm like, dude, I don't have a fucking, I'm not planning on starting a fucking family. And it's like, I'm still going out. I'm still like, you know, I still have my freedoms, even though like at the end of the day, yeah, I still have to go back to my house. And that's something my brother struggled with. My brother hated like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I, I totally get it. If you, if the, your, your situation at home is just toxic, mm -hmm. get yeah, out you, of there. You, you yeah. should always leave toxic environments. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think for, the majority, or I, we don't, we can't say majority, yeah. but, but for like those, for, for a good group of people, yeah, their work is close to home. Yeah. They have loving families. Yeah. And yet they still decide to leave for what is apparently no reason. Right. Yeah. But I mean, there, there's various causes to it. You, you do get a certain level of freedom and convenience. Yeah. You just gotta, I guess, decide if that no, freedom and convenience is worth I guess the monetary cost. Yeah, the monetary know? cost. Yeah, I was talking to my family about it, and my mom. You know, my mom. My mom's like, "You stay here forever till you die." And I was just like, "Chill." Yeah, dude. My like, dad you know was I mean? like, "You're gonna move your wife in." I'm yeah. like, "What are you talking about? I'm gonna move my husband <laughs> yeah, in." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's oh, that the second my mom was like, "Yeah, like I want you to stay here as long as possible." I was like, immediately, I was like, oh, "I can't get the fuck out of here." Because <laughs> like, I was like, "I don't want to." No, but I was thinking about it. It's like I, I am planning on like bouncing soon. Even though I don't have like no reason, and yeah. honestly, it's not, it's not that I'm unhappy, or whatever, and it's not even that like I'm like upset about moving, like about living with like my my parents, which a lot of people are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the reason why I want to move out is literally I want to be in an environment like a pressure environment. You know what I mean? No, yeah, it goes back to like what you were saying about yeah. like living in a hole, yeah, not having any money, yeah. So, so like. If I don't think anybody I know has moved out for that reason. Yeah. If you move out for that reason or your circumstance forces you into that reason. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, I'm living in this apartment. It costs X dollars a month. I only make X dollars a month. Yeah. Like where am I going to get the difference to feed myself and stuff? Exactly. That puts you in a situation where you have to like start, have to do, start thinking, do something, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's valuable. Yeah. Getting like, creative. Like that goes back to what you were saying about like, these artists that struggled and stuff like, you know, like how did they find their way out? Yeah. But again, statistically speaking, the majority of the people don't find their way out. Yeah. Not, not to say that that's a reason for you to not move out. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I think if you have a career and all of that stuff, like, yeah, you'll find a way out. Like it's yeah, not yeah. really something it's not, to worry about. Yeah. And, and you just got to be a little bit smarter. Like you can't get your coffee. You can't mm -hmm. go out and, be spending like $200 every weekend or, yeah. or every time you go out to grab drinks. Like, you know, like we, we lived like the thing is when we lived in the, we used to live in the frat house. Right. Yeah. Cause we, we, uh, we me and Neil also even being friends in high school, we went to, uh, we got into the same fraternity. Neil introduced me to the fraternity. 
And he's like, yeah, bro, join this. Everyone's cool. It's diverse. We had a very diverse group of people in our fraternity. Um, yeah. Which is crazy. Like in terms of like ethnicities, like literally like it was all over the place. Yeah. We had a, we had a Renzeron. Yeah. I thought he was like a Pokemon or something. <laughs> but he Mercedes Renz, dude. That's what his nickname was. He loved that nickname. But we tortured that kid. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's move it forward. But um, but it was cool because when we were in that house, we were literally like it was like a, an incubator of delinquents, like of an incubator of like, just being savages. Not yeah. like and not savages in a sense of like oh like cool savages. We were literally like, like no uh, yeah we would like break windows because we thought it was cool yeah yeah and like. Spill things on the floor and be like, haha, that's so funny. None of it was funny. Yeah, like looking back on we, it. Dude, no, there was some funny shit. We used to let fireworks. Oh <laughs> my god, that was so church. funny. Dude, I, we woke up there. <laughs> I still have that um that that video on Snapchat of waking up Dan. You know, that would be so funny. Like if you made a reference like this and you filmed the podcast. Yeah. Like if you just like slap uh, yeah, that no, video no, no, on yeah, that's I mean, the whole point. down we're the road, not, yeah. but whatever. We're doing the video thing soon. But um, but yeah, uh it was, there was a kind of a magic there. If, if you like, like, can you agree? Like we were, it was the most social I ever was. It was the best I was at talking to women. I was the best, like, it was like the most, I was the coolest at that. When I, when we were in that house. Yeah. Not like, I'm not, I'm saying we were all at the, at the coolest we could have been. Yeah. Because it was, it created this. It's like it was like a, I can't explain. It, I call it, it a magic. It, 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 it like goes a, back to the whole sense of remember when I was saying like if you're yeah. homeless, you live in a house with like three or yeah. four people, and I, I I use the word like you build a sense of community. Yeah. You had we live with seventeen people. Yeah. You had sixteen people supporting you in whatever you decided yeah, to do, exactly. no matter how dumb it was. Exactly. So you automatically thought you were like, yo, I'm the shit. Like, exactly. You know? And I honestly I tricked myself. Into thinking I was like Jesus for a minute, you know what I mean? Not like actually, but you know what I mean? Like I thought very highly of myself. I had kind of had it like a, I was in a manic, in yeah. a manic state of mind. That's, it was, not, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I, I'm, not, I'm saying I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm saying it did open up my eyes a lot to like what I what I'm capable of, like my confidence. My confidence after that year that we lived it together. Even 31 Stone, we remember 31 Stone when we threw parties? Yeah. And it was just a random apartment and we had like 40, 50, 60 people in our fucking house at one time. Yeah, it was like the size of a bedroom. Yeah, it was literally, it was like a shitty <laughs> small apartment. And it, but I missed the, that place. But man. the fact that we threw the party and like yeah, everybody yeah. would fucking come because like yeah. we were a big deal. And I was like, dude, I, we, we're all capable of doing this. That's why I wanted to get into entertainment was because like I was like, dude. We can throw, we can, we're captivators. We were very good at being captivators. We threw one of the greatest party. Like, remember the, the Dage we had with um, the Penn State kids? I think it was, I think it was with Kappa Sig. Or was it Kappa Sig day? I don't know. One of them was huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, oh, yeah. One that of was the, like, that one was massive. Yeah. Like, like I thought, through, I thought our balcony thing or whatever. It was going to break. Yeah, it was going to break. Yeah, we had like day. a balcony uh, on the side of the fucking house <laughs> and it was like shaking. <laughs> Dude, it was, we were, but like, I don't know, man, that, like, that kind of pressure, pressure makes diamonds. They kind of like people being in a room, like even fraternities, like being yeah, together. So, so, so like the thing is when we were doing that, we had one common goal yeah. for a while and it was like, let's throw some bangers. Yeah. Like, you know, and I'd say we did that and we all had a good time, like yeah. both with parties, going out to bars, going out to clubs, like whatever. 
Now imagine you did that same thing with like creativity. Yeah, and you're like, all yeah. right, like let's get in a room and let's create content. Yeah, like you, you had a catchphrase. It was like, let's get rowdy. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> We all had catchphrase. I, mine was like, I don't even know. Mine was like, I'm sad. <laughs> I just can't. Oh, yours was, um, Abhinav. Yeah. <laughs> I literally, I would just literally scream random people's names because they were funny. Yeah. But uh, we were all just fucking, we were out of our minds. It was fun though. You know, I, I also think that was a time when everybody's personality was coming out. Was like, shining the brightest yeah like oh, you yeah. know it was phenomenal like nowadays i'll hang out with people and i'll be like dude what happened like you're not talking like yeah. you know people are so much more quiet dude we used to talk to so many girls it was awesome <laughs> dude we were we were literally like it was the most social social you, fucking you networking were the, you were the ruckers whisperer dude i was dude. I, re I remember i'd be like where the hell is Matt? He's like all over campus making his stops. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he was just on Bush 20 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. That was when I was. Why juggling. is he on College Ave now? <laughs> now he's on Bush, but he's at a different location. And he gets back. And I was like, Matt, you were really moving around today. And he's like, yeah, I was getting food. And I was like, for what? And he's like, don't worry about it. Later find out he's with like six different women. Unbelievable. Scumbag. Dude, I, I wasn't even, that wasn't even who I, I was. I hope your girlfriend's listening. Yeah, she does. She knows about this stuff. I even tell, I told my girlfriend, I was like, dude, you don't even know what I, because I always talked about how I was like, everyone was like, Disclaimer, oh man. I'm yeah. making Matt sound way cooler than he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. No, but my girlfriend was like, um, like, oh, you're such a softie. You're such a softie. I was like. Oh, I can be a piece of shit. I just don't tell anybody. Like, oh, I'll do she's it. right. You're a softie, all right. Yeah. Oh, you I haven't am. been going to the gym lately, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> stop. Let's stop this. All right. Already feeling self-conscious. Okay, so, Nanyu, we've been partying for a long time together. Yeah. I want to ask you, what is the difference between partying and, like, like we, we partied in high school, too. Yeah, yeah. We, we did, we've done high school. We've done college. We've done other countries. Well, let's start with high school. Well, let's not start with high school. High school wasn't real. High school was so whack. Yeah, it sucked. People <laughs> did not know how to, you know, make the night interesting. You know what I mean? It was all politics. No, I don't know. High, high school was just like a different time. Like, yeah, is everybody's like, I don't like. I don't think Uber was that big then, and like, yeah. there was always like a need for a DD and like yeah. all this stuff and. And like the cops would always come because we're in like some suburban town. It was just <laughs> it was nonsense. All right, what about college? College, it was a lot of yeah. College traveling, was a lot of fun. dude. We moved from spot to spot. I hated going out with you guys because we'd end up going to nine different fucking bars. Yeah. And then the bar we would end at would be the farthest one from the <laughs> fucking house, and I was like, dude, no, nah, fuck this. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I definitely miss that, but I think that the thing I miss the most is just like being able to walk home. But like that could be another reason. That yeah. people move out, you know? Yeah, so like you move again. to the city, you just like walk outside, you get you get to the bar and then you get home. Yeah. So it was definitely convenient, but yeah, par partying partying here and at, at bars and stuff is it's all the same. Like frat parties are a different vibe. Yeah, that the big dick energy in there is a little Yeah, just like being with all your boys. Yeah. Uh you're like the Dude, we would literally like kick people out if we got bored. We'd just yeah, be like, I'd be like, yeah, I don't like this kid. Yeah, get, get him, him the out fuck of out of here. <laughs> and then burger, so, come yeah. over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just get Burger. <laughs> burger just like picks the guy up and it's like, all right, drops him off. Dude, remember when uh, Townies? Yeah, dude, to I don't want to talk about the Townies, man. Yeah, let's not talk about the Townies. Townies are scary. Yeah, they are. <laughs>
Dude, they, oh my God. We have so many They were going to break our neighbor's car, remember? Oh, really? Oh, then we got mad? Yeah, they were like jumping up. No, we called the cops. That was like the time there was like 30 of them came. Was that the time where I was, was that the Halloween event? Yeah, I think it was a Halloween event. Dude, remember when I was literally talking shit to that? I was like, literally, there was like a, a group of 30 of them. And I was literally in the middle of their group. And like, I was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And like everyone, all of our guys are just like on the other side, like towards the house. And I literally, I remember at one point I looked around, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like with the riot, not with like you guys. Yeah. And then I had to walk away and then shit was just happening. Dude, I, I remember standing out there and this guy's like, I got a poke. And I was like, what did he say? I got a poke. What does that even mean? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you saying, dude? I was like, yo, you want a poke bowl or something? <laughs> like, little did I know. He was like, yeah, I got a fucking knife on me. Like a poke. He, oh, that's what he meant. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's fucking insane. People are literally out of their minds. Yeah, dude. I I evaded death that night, you know? Dude, we've evaded death in plenty of times. Yeah, mostly from like alcohol remember poisoning. When, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when we got robbed? <laughs> like Yeah, dude. He came in your room and took your room. It wasn't my room. It wasn't my room. He took Sean Finnick. Oh, was he no, Tyler's no, 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 roommate no, no, no. at the time? That, yeah, yeah. That was oh, okay. um No no no. It was Ren's Ren's, Ren's and, and Sean. Ren's and Sean. And then we wake up and everyone's like, I got robbed. And everyone got robbed. Did you get robbed? No, no, they didn't come up to the second floor. <laughs> yeah. So I got our I got robbed, but I just lost my wallet that was like 50 bucks and had like my 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 license the, on it. The funniest thing was you told the cops that, like when we followed the report. <laughs> yeah, really? And all of us were like, <laughs> Shut the fuck like, up. Shut the fuck up. You definitely <laughs> just lost it on your own. No. You irresponsible fuck. No, like my pants, <laughs> my wallet was like in my pants that was in the thing, and then it was gone and I was like, <laughs> everyone's like, I lost my laptop. And then they're like, oh yeah, that's a thousand. That's like $1,500 of damage. And I was just like, yeah, I had like a wallet that I really liked in my like license. Now I have to go to the DMV fucking blows. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, dude, shut up. D- he didn't take Dan's um, monitor. Yeah, I know. His, um, his uh, projector. Yeah, his projector, which proves that. Which is, which is what my laptop was connected to. Oh, really? Yeah, so like my laptop was also right outside... Um, like with Dan's projector, and they didn't take that. That's crazy. All right, well, um, we have to move on to a segment. You ready for the segment? The jealousy segment. Sure. Now, I asked you earlier if you were ready, and what was your answer, like, when I asked you, who would your person be? Like, who am I most jealous of? Yeah. Also, your, oh, you said your audio's fucked up, but go on. Yeah, I don't, I, I said this, I said this earlier, but, um, I, I don't really have somebody that I'm like super jealous of just because yeah, like I, I would like a Lamborghini or whatever, but I, I really don't think that would make me super duper happy. Yeah. Like there's nothing in my life that I can't do right now that I want to do. Like it, is there something in yours that you want to do that you can't do? I mean, in a, um, I just like being able to like live in different places. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like having like multiple like okay, I, I guess like having like some copious amounts of wealth where like I would no longer have to work and I yeah. could just spend my time like flying between cities, meeting new people and just doing stupid shit. Yeah. Would be awesome. But if I had to pick somebody to be jealous of, fucking Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> oh, because like- Dude's a fucking stud. (laughs) 
Dude, like, the, I, I wish I was that fucking good. Dude, looking. some of these actors <laughs> are literally like they have everything. They I don't have, even care. You know what? I take that back. I don't even give a shit about his good looks. Mm-hmm. I care about his voice. His voice? Yeah. Hello. That could literally make a bitch wet. You know? <laughs> All you have to do is talk to him. Yeah. Um <laughs> my my person, uh the person that I'm jealous of is actually a pretty old guy. It's Kobe Bryant. Did you hear about Kobe Bryant? Yeah, I know. I'm aware of who he is. No, no, no. no. Like, <laughs> he, um, this guy, he was like, he started a tech company right after he retired, like right around Kobe? now. Yeah. He's oh, like a, okay. a tech investment company. By the way, you're, the voice of your thing is so fucked up, but it's totally fine. We can't fix it now. But um, yeah, he created a tech company where they were, inv- he like invests in like products and stuff and it like flew off. And they're like, dude, how? How'd you fucking, how, how'd you like do this? And he's like, oh, I, I knew that basketball is not going to last me forever. And he was like, while everybody was like on the, on the private, uh, the private jet plane back to like the city when people were just like partying or drinking, I was reading like books on like, in like marketing, investing, like business shit. Cause he was like, yeah, I knew I was going to have to like, you know, move on to like the next step. And he started that shit when he was 25. And it's like, and he's now he's a success. He's like, he's like, I, they were they asked him, they're like, are you happier? Like, were you happier back then when you were at Kobe, when you were like top of the world? And he's like, no, dude, I'm happier now because like, I'm first of all, I'm making like way more money. And this is like a result of not like my physical, um, my physical gifts. It's more of like what I can do with my brain and what I can do mentally and like yeah he was able to like put something together and yeah like create an impact yeah uh whereas basketball is awesome because i'm sure kobe has served as an inspiration to countless kids you know yeah. but it might be harder for him personally to see like that level of impact every day yeah when you build a business it's like every day like yeah well, people like, depend my, on my you clients are depending on 100 percent, or like whatever you know yeah, dude. And it's crazy because, like, he talked about it. What was interesting is the way he talked about basketball, the way he talked about, um, like, developing his own business. He's like, you just step by step, like, he learned the basics. He's like, the craziest thing about the new basketball kids, like, the, the kids that are, like, playing basketball, is that they don't know the basics. They know how to do some crazy shit, like, throw the ball behind their asshole and, like, it gets into the... <laughs> and out their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, but they don't know how to th- like do a simple jump shot. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And he talked about it. Like it's so easy for him. So, but so it, what, what, what are you jealous of? I'm yeah, just, you, you, you've told me this like awesome story about how Kobe's doing. He's something. the, his able, he, his, the dedication. His ability, yeah. His it, ability to put his mind to something and yeah. get it done. Yeah. And one of my friends who's like a fucking psychopath, I'm not going to say that, but he was talking about Satanism to me and I was like, Oh, let's hear what this is about. But he was like, yeah, there, in Satanism, there's two thoughts of magic. There's like the left-handed magic and right-handed magic. I don't know. I wasn't really listening because like the second he said, started talking about that shit, I was like, I was like, magic? I was like, yeah, I'm not listening to this. <laughs> but what it was is like, there's your, your ability to envision something and your ability to make it come to fruition. It was basically the two thoughts of, the, the two schools of thought. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, that's literally just... Like being able to like creativity and uh, execution. Execution. That's all you need, but it's so hard. 
it, okay, like I don't think anything is easy. Yeah. Like about any like creating. Yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. But people just aren't willing to take that risk ever. It's not even a risk. It's just it it, it, it is a risk when when the world is set up the way it is today. So for example, yeah. You go to college, you graduate, you get a job. And then this job pays you well. It's okay. consistent, whatever. Three years later, you're like, yeah, I want to start a, I want to start a company making protein bars because I love counting my calories and like I want something super macro friendly and that okay. tastes great. Maybe maybe you create an awesome protein bar, like you have an, a sick recipe or something, like you know. Yeah. Leaving that job. Is to pursue this new thing that might not work is terrifying. Yeah. But you got to be willing to do it, you know? Yeah. It's like what? It's insane. It's insanely scary is what I mean. It's like. But, you know, another big thing is like people don't understand that. It's like, how do you? I remember when I was like, I want to start podcasting. I was like, what the fuck do I have to do? Yeah. God, God knows who's listening or anything. Yeah. But like. The fact that you actually did it, yeah, you have more of a resemblance to Kobe right now, yeah, than than like the some, majority of the, the world probably. Yeah, um, you know? I, it was like, cause I was just like, I I have to fucking do this. Mm-hmm. I love, like, I would lo- I love radio too much to not like add something to it. And it started with me, like, I got like some shitty Blue Yeti mic, which I still have. You can see it's in the corner. Um. And I started recording and then I could hear like my, my fingers like hitting the desk. Cause I like to like move my, move around when I'm like talking. Yeah. And I was like, I don't, I'm not going to put this on the fucking podcast. I'm not going to put the, put, put this online. All my friends were like, yeah. Like they, they kind of like gave me this, like, like, y'all, you're not going to fucking do it. Uh, some of my friends were like, uh, cause I, I'd be like, yeah, I've recorded 20. Cause I would, I'd practice. I was like, yeah, no, no. I, I remember having this discussion with you about like, there's like this whole phase where you were a little bit upset that yeah, like, Oh, like you want to start this podcast, like, and these people are not really encouraging it. They're like, "Oh, that's stupid," or something. yeah. And even if it is stupid, it's not like it's not like you're doing meth. Yeah, like you know where it's like ramen is stupid. And it's gonna hurt your life. Yeah, like it's like, dude, I'm just trying to make a podcast because it's something I enjoy. So I don't really see why anybody would tell you that yeah. it's stupid. Like, go no, for it. What always. they were saying, it's like they thought that I was in. Cause sometimes like I tell people, I'm like, oh, I'm going to record my, my whole plan with the podcast was I'm going to record 30 and then start putting it on the internet. Yeah. And by the time I got to like 25, I got like the whole setup ready, but I still was like recording on the shitty mic. And I was telling people, people thought I was like bullshitting when I was like, yeah, no, I've have, I have 25 like podcasts. And some people would look at me with like, they're like, oh, where is it? And I was kind of like, no, 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 fuck you. Those aren't for you. That's for me to like. Yeah, practice, you're like, practicing. Yeah, uh, dude, it it takes a lot of skill, I think, to be able to have a conversation. And, yeah, like, gain a level of comfort and always have a question to ask to keep the conversation flowing. Yeah, but it's definitely challenging. Yeah, but um, I just I, like what I want to tell people is like, dude, it's the what it, it's like the fog of war. Like you don't know what the fuck is going on until you k- take steps towards like revealing what's going on. Like what the next step is. Like you have to take steps in order to see what's going to happen. You have to start taking steps in order to see what's ahead of you. Yeah. And um, yeah, I started with the the microphone and then I started researching. I'm like, why does my microphone sound like shit? They're like, oh yeah, no, you bought this. Good job that you bought this, but 
this is good for like talking on the internet and like it's not like studio quality who said that um like on the internet like oh, reviews okay, and shit okay. and i was just like i was like fuck and then i was like how much money is it going to cost me to like uh get like a studio quality kind of setup this is like the cheapest um even though it's like it cost me quite a bit of money it's like the kind of like the cheapest way it was like these preamps and shit that cost like 16 grand or five grand or something like that and yeah, i was like yeah, yeah. but uh, dude, um i mean if you want to if you ask my opinion on the whole doing it with a shitty mic yeah for 30 podcasts yeah even if you publish those with the shitty mic because let's yeah. say you couldn't afford this four thousand dollar setup that you have right now yeah that would have been better than doing nothing yeah like doesn't matter that you did it on a shitty mic 100 yeah, percent. important thing is doing it yeah. Gaining traction. It it's just look, it goes full circle back to the homeless thing. Yeah. Like you have to get up and do something, you know? It yeah. doesn't matter what like just because you're frying eggs at the deli and it's a shitty job doesn't mean you shouldn't go do it. Like, yeah. you know? Like while you filmed those 30 podcasts on the shitty mic, you built the skills that you needed to talk consistently and, and whatnot. Yeah. I just it was it was a little hard for me. Now I want to tell people like it's gonna be hard. Like it's hard to like cultivate something without like, cause some people like me, I'm shy. I don't want people to see my progress like right away. I don't want them to see me stumbling in the first podcast and like unable to. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. I get that dude. Failure yeah. is hard, but you want to know something? What's up? You put that out there and people roast you for it once, twice, whatever. It'll get way better. They have nothing left to roast. You. <laughs> yeah. What? Somebody's going to message you every day and be like, Oh, dude, you stumbled on your podcast. You're such yeah. a loser. And you're like, okay, I feel shitty. Great. Then you post another one. You did it again. Dude, your podcast sucks. Okay, great. I feel shitty again. Yeah. What are they going to every day? It's like, all right, dude, why are you still listening? Thanks for supporting me at this point. You know? Yeah. So, no. Nah, yeah, just fun. go along with it. But yeah, yeah, we're coming towards the end of the, uh, end of the podcast. Is there anything you want to talk about? Yeah. I didn't get to tell any of my stories. What stories? I don't know. Pick one. Which one? Let's. Damn, I have so many from Switzerland. Your audio, dude. Your audio is fucked up. It's like we'll All do right. this another time. It's fine. All right. So any shoutouts? Shoutouts. Yeah. Want to shout out my dog? Yo, Let's Rowdy. Rowdy. Yo, Rowdy. His dog. <laughs> Neil, um, you have the scared, the most scared dog. That dude needs Xanax every second of the day. Yeah, dude, we got to get him some pills. <laughs> get him fucked up. Dude, I remember, <laughs> I remember your little brother brought him out for the, the pool party. He brought him like in the middle of the thing, and he just ran straight yeah, back into the like, house. Yeah, right, I'm going right back yeah, inside. I was so funny. Dude, why is he so scared? Nobody knows. I don't know, man. But um, yeah, shout out to your little bro. Shout out to Tim Apple for doing a great job. Who's Tim Apple? Tim Cook. Oh, you know, Trump the, called him Tim Apple. Oh, really? I, I'm still hung up like, on that. Like Johnny Apple? No, Johnny, like he Johnny just Apple. renamed him. Like, it was in the middle of, like, an interview. And, like, he was ending it. And he was like, oh, like, everybody, like, a round of applause. Like, For let's, Tim let's Apple. Thank, and he goes, let's thank Tim Apple here. What do you think of uh, Trump anyways? Like, he's a cartoon character. It's awesome. Okay. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't support his policies or anything. By any what, what about Andrew Yang? Yang gang. Love that guy. Dude, that guy. He's like, I'm going to give you a grant to do, follow your dreams. I was like, dude, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, okay. First of all, he's a math guy. Yeah. So I, I think it's like pretty reasonable. 
I don't think his policies are going to be looked upon favorably by, by most people. Yeah, which is literally what controls everything. Yeah, but I just generally think he's a likable guy. He reminds me of some of my childhood friends. Mm-hmm. Shout out Ho Young Choi. Shout yeah. out Dan Rim. You're giving straight up full names <laughs> that people can look up, but it's fine. Um, They're also Asian, so same yeah. thing. That's the best thing about being um, like a certain ethnicities, like the the countries, the ethnicities where there's a lot of uh, similar names in the world. You're ba- you basically have no identity unless they. I'm not going to give them any ideas, but go on. Yeah, yeah shout out I, to those boys. Shout out to everyone. Shout out to all of the people supporting me. Shout out to my non-binary listeners. You're out there and I love you the most. More than the binary listeners. Just because it just makes me happy that people like me. Because, you know. How do you know you have non-binary It shows up on my trends. Interesting. You want to see it? Sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll check it out after this podcast. But, um, yeah, shout out to everybody. I love everyone. Follow your dreams. Unless it's ruining your life. I have a question for you. What's up? Does the tree stand taller when you shave the hedges or trim the hedges? Does the tree stand taller when you... What do you mean? I, you're laughing right now, but like... Depends. Are you talking about the, the hedges on top of the tree? You have hairs on the head of your dick? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously? No. What do you think? I don't know, dude. You might have some of the weird shit going on down there. My shit's purple. It's kind of hype. Yeah, dude. How do I get that? You jerk off way too much when you're younger. All right. Yeah. Well, starting right. in sixth grade wasn't early enough. Yeah. I started. Was that covered in this podcast, or did we do that in a different round? No, that was a podcast. That was two podcasts ago. Well, that was with my girlfriend. We talked about jerking off. That's why I didn't want to have that conversation with you, but we still did. All right. All righty. Peace out, everyone. Go to email me at the lost in translation podcast at gmail.com. And my podcast is offered on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Plays, and it's on YouTube. It's on everything. So there's no excuse for not listening to my shit. I'm also going to be going on Stitcher soon, but I'm not sure if Stitcher, I think Stitcher already put my shit on illegally, but we'll see. Bye bye. I love you all. Neil, peace out. Peace, guys. Peace.